Good afternoon, Mom. How are you doing today? Well, I'm doing just fine. We had a beautiful day, and and the kids enjoyed it, and we watched the cartoons, and we just had a great day. I did, too. I took my pups on several walks, and um, it's just been a fantastic day. Oh, yes, it has. I just love these beautiful days. Well, Mom, I was thinking, you know, how do you feel about talking about Karen? Karen was someone that you and I both loved, and she had been in our family for over 30 years, and she, we had, you know, she was like family, and she was like a sister to me. How would you like to talk about Karen tonight? I would love to because I dearly loved her. She was just like my daughter. Okay. Well, first of all, I can say this. You'll meet some people in your life, and they will choose to love you unconditionally. You don't have to ask them. They just do it. Yes, they do. And you can tell by talking to them and being around them if they love you or you're their best friend. That's absolutely right. And with Karen, you know, trying to talk about her, it's going to be difficult because, first of all, she passed away a couple of years ago very unexpectedly. And I literally, we used to make a joke that she and I were going to sit on my front porch in our older days and talk about our younger days and stare at the river. Oh, yes. She was such a... uh person a good person to be around she always smiled and she was happy and you just enjoy talking to her i know she's sitting at the the throne of the lord and i know she's a soldier of the light i know she's covered in glory by god but i miss her and it was just something that i never thought would happen i still sometimes find myself wanting to give her a call and it just, it's really hard for it to sink in. Yes, and I remember when she'd come in the office, the first thing she'd do is come behind the desk and hug me and give me a big kiss on the cheek and tell me how much she loved me. I know, Mom. She loved you exactly like a mother, and uh, I loved her mother, Anne, exactly the same way. Oh, yeah. Anne was, she's the sweetest thing. I guess that's who Karen takes that after, but I'll tell you what, her mother is is a wonderful mother and a sweet person. You wouldn't want no better friend than her. That's true. Karen's mother's name was Anne, and she treated me just like a daughter, and she was just as sweet and kind and loving as Karen. And the sad thing about it was Karen's sister passed away first, and then Oh, well, first her father passed away. Then her sister passed away a few years later. And then her mother passed away a few years later. And then a few months later, Karen passed away unexpectedly. And I'll never forget it. Uh, we were at Karen's mother's funeral. Karen sat down beside of me and she was holding my hand and hugging me. And um, they had asked me to preach her mother's funeral, and I did. And it was very difficult because I loved Anne like a mother. Oh, yes. You couldn't help from loving those people. They were just a really nice family. Yes, and I just remember I, I kept telling Karen, you know, I want you to take care of yourself. But I truly believe that Karen just, she had been a nurse for many, many years, over 20 years. She was an RN and a very good nurse, and she loved her patients. And I remember at the funeral, I told her, I said, Karen, 
I know that this is hard on you, and I want you to take good care of yourself. Well, yes, but uh, when she lost her mother and her sister and them, just seemed like she just she was so lonely and and you know sad over it. I think Karen died from a broken heart, and she she cried herself to sleep every night. No matter you know, no matter what she tried to do, um, she just said at nighttime when she went to bed, she cried herself to sleep. Oh yes, she did. She was just that was just a wonderful family, and they were close, and uh, she just loved them. And and the many people, her family that she lost, she just couldn't get over it. And we had so many similar things. Karen's birthday was February the twelfth, and mine's February the fifteenth. So each year we try to celebrate together or at least have a meal together. And I'll never forget at her mom's funeral. She said, I've not eating, been eating at all, but she said, i tell you one thing. I look forward to the next time you make your homemade lasagna, and that was her favorite thing that I make. Oh, yes, it was. She had talked to me about it. She said, when, when's Billy going to make that lasagna? I said, well, Karen, any time. Just call us, and, and she'll make it. So I've kind of started a new tradition. Um, on Karen's birthday, February the 12th, I make homemade lasagna now. Yes, and it is really good. It's just delicious, and I love it, and I look forward to uh, uh, Billy making it. You know, um, Karen, she was the kind of person that she, when she'd walk in a room to see you, she would treat you like you were some kind of, you know, like you were the best thing since sliced bread. She walked, When she walked in a room, she treated you as if you were a party, I mean, she really celebrated the people that she loved. She would walk in a room, and you felt special the minute she walked in a room. She showed you how much she loved you. She told you how much she loved you. With Karen, you never had to guess where you stood. She always let you know how she felt about you. Uh, She called me a lot. And even when there were times we didn't get to see each other as much as we wanted to, I knew that she loved me just the same. I knew I could pick up a phone. She'd come see us at the office, and I just miss her deeply. Oh, yes, I, I miss her, too. And it just seems like when she comes in the in the office, she was just all smiles, and, and it just made her happy, and she'd come over and talk to me and just hug me and just tell me how glad she was to see me. And her mother was the same way. Yes, and Karen would... Um, She'd always, every time she saw me, she'd say, hey, Bill. She called me Bill. And I'll tell you something really special. Karen had a song that she dedicated. I I never had a song with anybody in a friendship before, but she dedicated this song to our friendship. So this song was from her to me, the song by Diana Ross, Ain't No Mountain High Enough. And whenever I'd see Karen, when she'd be leaving, she'd look at me, and, and before she'd get in her car, she'd say, hey, Bill. Ain't no mountain high enough. And I knew what she meant. What she was saying is, I love you. If you need me, call me. Yes, that's what she'd always say. And she'd always just smile and before she left and tell you bye. And, and just, she just, she was just special. She certainly was. And, you know, she missed Cindy, her sister that passed away, and her daddy and her mother. And I really just think Karen just, She's got one sister living, Donna, and Donna and I are great friends, and she's got a niece, 
And uh, they're the only two from that family, the immediate family. They have some extended relatives like aunts and uncles and things and cousins. And they're all great people. I mean, every one of them that I met, they're just the most awesome family. Yes, they are. I met Donna and, and uh, at the, uh, Karen's funeral. Uh, I met a uh, lot of her family, and they're all just they're just wonderful people. They're nice, and they're very beautiful. Yes, they are. Karen was pretty as she could be, and her sister Donna and her mother, she's, oh, she's so pretty and cute. And their personality is what made them so beautiful. Oh, yes. And I used to tell people that Karen's mother, Ann, was her name. She reminded me of Loretta Lynn, the way she looked and the way she talked. Yes, she did. And she had hair like her, and and she was tiny, and and she was just, I don't know, she just smiles and talks so sweet to you. Yes, she had beautiful black hair and a big, bright white smile and beautiful eyes and had a very country accent, but she was still very proper. And just all those beautiful elements together made her just such a special lady. Yes, she was. I just loved to see her when she'd come in the office. She'd come over and talk to me and uh, and just we'd just talk about anything, and, and I just enjoyed seeing her. You know, I was really stunned when Karen, when her mother passed away, and I'll tell you why. What had happened is Karen's mother had had a fall, and she was in the hospital. And uh, the day that they thought she was going to come home, because she had, she had hit her head, and they, you know, they were going to send her home. And one of the family members, I think it was Donna, was bringing her mom her clothes to get ready to leave the hospital. And Anne, Karen told me this story. Uh, Karen said that she looked at her mom and said, well, Donna will be here soon with your clothes so we can go home. And Anne looked at her and said, honey, I'm not going home. And Karen said, what are you talking about, mom? She said, I'm not, honey. I'm going to heaven. Oh, that was so sad. And and it, it just tore Karen all to pieces. I mean, I, I never expected Karen to tell me that. And the day before she told Karen that, she uh, was on the phone with me telling me happy birthday and how much that she wished she could see me on my birthday. And I kept telling her, don't worry about me. Let's focus on you. Yes, she was always thinking about the other person and trying to do something for them and, and just talk nice about them, and she's just so sweet. I mean, she, both of them, all of those family members, they're all just so, so very thoughtful. And I want to tell you about a specific time I'll never forget. It's in my book. I, I wrote a story about Karen in my book, in the Blue Ridge Moments book, and... um in the book, there's a picture, you know, with each story, there's a quote and a story and a question for the reader and a Bible verse and a picture. And the picture in the in the book for the story with Karen is a picture of Karen and, and me. We're wearing uh, jet ski jackets. And she told me the day that I, I mean, we had been out a lot of times, but she told me one day when she came out to my lake house, she said, this is the best time I ever had. I took her out, and I had this, uh, I had this little yellow uh, jet ski boat, and then I had a jet ski that was really big, and it had a lot of power. And Karen said, "I want you to take me on some waves." And let me just tell you, we had—I've never ridden that fast and hard ever. 
and we were jumping those waves, and we were being very safe, and we had on our life jackets. But Karen said, you're one kind of person that knows how to have fun and be safe. And she said, this is the funnest time I've ever had on the lake. Oh, yeah, she talked to me about that several times, and I have a picture of you and her uh, on the boat, and it, and I just thought, you know, she just thought that was the best time she ever had. Karen was a simple person. She It didn't take a lot to make Karen happy. Karen didn't need a lot of things. Karen never asked for anything. You literally, you could barely, she would barely ever let you even buy her a meal Karen was the type of person that didn't didn't ask for anything from anybody. No, she didn't. She was always helping other people, and she just didn't want nothing for herself. And she was just real happy just the way she was. I'm trying to hang in here, but I'll tell you, this is a difficult talk for me. I'll never forget when my father was dying with cancer. He suffered for 15 months, and after he passed away, I really had a hard time, and Karen was right there with me like a sister. I cannot tell you how many nights we sat on the edge of my bed in our uh, pajamas. And, uh, you know, I probably hadn't eaten anything all day. And Karen would make me this little snack, you know, even if it was just something silly, like some cheese and some chocolate, just anything. And she'd sit there with me and she'd say, let's have a little snack. And we'd sit on the end of my bed like two little teenagers in in junior high school and have a slumber party because she was that concerned about me and she knew that I was very very sad and she would she would come over and hang around with us uh mom and me just to try to help take a little bit of the pain away yeah and uh my husband liked her very much and uh, he was glad to see her when she came. And he said, you know what? She said that, he said, that is a, a really nice person. He said, I love to be around person, people like her. Yes, and Karen loved Dad, too. And I'll tell you something. She used to, she quoted this quote to me, Mom, almost every time I saw her. And it was a quote from Daddy. Uh, my dad used to say quite often, that you cannot have a rational conversation with an irrational person. And Karen would say that a lot, and she loved that quote that my dad would would make, and that stuck with her even after he passed away. And she would say that uh, to me. She'd say, remember when your father said that? And I said, yes. And she said, oh, I carry it with me, and it helps me. You know, at times when I see someone that's being irrational, I remember not to even try to have a conversation with them. Boy, that's a good way to do. Just just go on your way and don't even talk to them. Exactly. Um, you know, Karen, she just, I just don't have the words to say what she meant to me. She loved me like a sister. She loved me unconditionally. We had no blood relation, but she chose me as a family member. I chose her. And I remember at the last, at the end of her funeral, we played the song by Diana Ross, Ain't No Mountain High Enough, and we all stood up with our hands in the air, and we kind of jumped up and down because we were celebrating Karen's life because her life on this earth meant so much to me, and to me, her life was a very big celebration, and I hold it deeply in my heart. There's a space in there for Karen, and she's with me everywhere I go. Yes, and me too. I think about her often, and I know she's in heaven with God, and uh, and that's where we'll go someday. 
absolutely, there's no doubt in my mind, and I've got a picture of Karen and me together, and I know that, um, you know, you will be reunited with the people that you love, and um, it can be sad, but you have to remember that God has a plan, and we can't question His plan. Everything that He does, He knows what He wants to do, and we have to just have faith and accept God's plan and not question it, even if it's painful for us. Oh, yes, that's exactly what we should do. I tell you, Mom, I, I've done better than I thought I could. This is probably the most painful conversation that we've ever had uh, as a podcast. Oh, yes, it is. It's painful, but we just wanted to talk about her and let people know what a wonderful person she was and a wonderful nurse. Yes, yes, she loved her patients, and um, she was good to her parents and her sisters and her family. And, you know, when Karen loved, Karen couldn't love you a little bit. Karen loved you deeply. She couldn't just love you a little. I mean, she knew how to love, and she would love hard. And I love that about Karen. She was not afraid to, to love with all of her might. Yes, she was. She, You could see uh, you know how when you see her, you could you could tell that she really loved you, and and she really loved being with you. When I think about how much I miss her, I realize I need to quit being selfish because, you know, sometimes I just want to talk to her. I just want her with me. I just want to. She knows everything about my life. Karen has known me so long. She was one of the few people that was not a blood related family member. That was a total witness to everything in my life. Karen knew everything about me. She could tell me how I felt when I walked in a room. She'd say, uh, what's going on? What's on your mind? She she just knew me better than anybody. And she's one of the best friends I've ever had in my entire life. Yes, she was. And she was one of my favorites, too. And I was so glad to for her to come to the house, and I treated her just like I did my kids, and we ate meals together, and we just had, you know, we had fun together. Well, she loved you just like a mother, the same way I loved her mother, Anne. And, you know, um, it's just, it's amazing that you could live a life and, I mean, just have a friend like that. If I never had another friend anything like Karen, I feel satisfied because I got to experience what it's like to have a real friend, somebody that loved you unconditionally, didn't want a thing from you. And her sister Donna told me that she used to tell Donna this all the time. A uh, long time ago, I told Karen, not that she needed anything, but I told her, I said, if you ever needed a place to go or to live, you pick up the phone and call me. I've got an extra bedroom right here, and you can just come and live with me. And Karen would laugh, and she'd say, well, I hope that never happens to me, but I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to put that card in my back pocket and hang on to it. And she told Donna that I said that because Donna mentioned it to me. And I meant every word of it. Uh, Karen's the kind of person that was an enrichment in your life. And uh, she was just really fun to be around. She always made you laugh. Oh, yes, she did. She, I've never seen her upset or angry or anything. She's always smiling and laughing and talking about, you know, just funny things there's a you remember that day she came in the office mom and she brought you all that jewelry 
Oh, yes, she did. She she brought a whole bunch of jewelry in the office, and it was beautiful. And we sat there and, and tried it on and just had a, good, had a good time. You all sat there and had your own little private jewelry party, and I just thought it was so precious. Yes, it was. I enjoyed every minute of it. Well, Mom, I want to thank you. I'm I'm really getting choked up, and I apologize. I can't help it. But I just want to say how much I appreciate you spending this time with me this evening to talk about Karen and to remember her. Um, she passed away just a few years ago, and um, it was uh, in April. And I'll never forget, I got the news. Uh, it was on a Saturday mid-morning, and um, I tell you, I... I really couldn't believe it, honestly. It it took me a long, long time to really let that sink. It just, sometimes it still doesn't. And I just never thought my life would be lived without Karen. And um, anyway, I, I want to thank you, Mother, for, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry, for spending this time with me to talk about Karen. And uh, I just thank you so much for... Um, always being with me and being ready to talk to me about anything. And, you know, I would like to talk about one Bible verse, uh, one that comes to my mind. Proverbs 18.24 says, One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And let me tell you, I can use that in this example with Karen. She was totally a friend that would stick closer than a sister. I mean, she was my sister in my heart and in my mind and my soul. And Karen will always be my sister. I consider her my eternal sister in Christ. Oh, yes. And I'll always think of her as my daughter and how sweet and and nice she was and always smiling. I'll never forget her. My dad used to say there's... There's one thing about loving so hard in life and having some really great people in your life. Whenever you uh, lose them through death on the earth, it's very, very difficult. But you have to look at what they gave you, what you gave them, what you shared together, and realize that it's worth the pain. All that love outweighs the pain because nothing is greater than love. That is true. There's nothing uh, greater than love, no matter what. Uh, Mom, I I really appreciate you talking with me about this. Is there anything else that you want to say about Karen before we close up our podcast? No, I just know where she is, and and I just miss her. And uh, it's good to be with you tonight and, and talk to you. And I will talk to you later, and I love you a lot. And bye for now. Mom, I I appreciate you talking with me about this, and we also did this because we wanted to let people remember Karen and know how much we love her and how special and honor her. This is, you know, a small token of a tribute that we could do for her and also to let her family that's left, her aunts and uncles and cousins and her sister Donna and her niece to let them know how much we loved and valued Karen. And I love you, and and bye for now.